Thanks for listening. If you're struggling to create the peace and prosperity you want in your business or the inspired impact that you know you're here to create, then I invite you to reserve your complimentary spot now in my upcoming Business Alchemy Masterclass. You'll learn how to begin to tap into your intuitive leadership and become the alchemist of your dream business. There's a link in the show notes. Welcome to the show. So this week, I have an important and really fun topic because we're going to be diving deeper into the power of innovation in your business. And this is a really tough balance for almost every business owner and leader because we know it's important to embrace what's working in our business and hang on to what works and what's helpful, but at the same time, maintain flexibility and be able to innovate when it's called for. It's that innovation that keeps us out of competition and keeps us in flow as we share what makes our business really unique and powerful. So let's get into it. I touched on the importance of having systems and stability along with flexibility a few weeks ago. And just to recap, those systems are really important because they allow for replication in your business while you maintain your standards and you're able to scale. So it's really something important that we want to embrace. And it goes back to that male energy. Remember, we have to have a balance of the male and female. You need both in your business. But finding that balance can be confusing. Now, in The Science of Getting Rich, which is a classic by Wallace D. Waddles, he stressed that you want to always be focused on being a creator, not a competitor. Now, I know if you're here listening to this, you understand that there is no value found in being competitive. It's an abundant universe. There's plenty for all of us, but only if we are brave enough to be ourselves and share our unique value with the world and not copy what on the surface looks like it's working for everyone else. So strategies and systems are important, but even in this scenario, just because a system works for someone else doesn't mean it's right for you. And your business may just need a slight tweak, or maybe you take an idea you've seen and you completely reinvent it. It has to feel aligned and right for you. I think this trips up a lot of business owners because maybe you heard it from a consultant or someone that was giving you advice, mentoring you, or maybe you just saw it working for a lot of people in your industry. That doesn't mean you have to copy it and duplicate it bit by bit, but you can certainly take those ideas and make them yours and improve on them. This is the power of allowing for creativity and innovation. And, you know, I'm also a really big believer that you need to stay in touch with your intuition. So if something doesn't feel right, even though it's working for everyone else, you need to listen to that. Trust your gut and tweak it or pivot from it 
as you feel you need to do. Because your gut, if you understand how to listen to it, is not going to take you in the wrong direction. So if you have products and services, it's important, even though, you know, it may be an industry with a whole lot of people in it, that you know what makes you unique in that competitive playing field. So you're not really competing. There was a book that came out a number of years ago and a whole uh, strategy developed out of it that you'll hear marketers reference that's called the Blue Ocean Strategy. And in case you haven't heard about that, just to recap it, it alludes to the fact that most people want to swim in a sea of competition and copy everyone else. And that is a bloody red ocean from all of the fighting and the competition. But if you lean into what makes your business unique and you develop that, you're creating your own ocean and it's beautiful and blue and you're swimming in it all by yourself. And that's the point that we all want to get to. I've never believed in competition But if you look like everyone else, whether you mean to or not, you're probably going to be competing. And even worse, if people can't see, based on your value, a difference, you're going to be competing on price. And that nobody wants to get into a price war. That doesn't feel good. That's very heavy energetically and isn't going to help you or your customers or your prospects. So I wanted to share a story which you may or may not be familiar with. There was a retail chain in the early 2000s that was really popular in the U.S. So based on your age and where you're based in the world, you may remember Blockbuster Video. What they were was a retail store. They had physical locations, lots of them, like 10,000 stores across the U.S. where you could go and rent videos. You'd check them out kind of like a library, but you were paying for it. You'd check them out for a few days, return them when you're done, go get some new ones. And it was a great concept. You may remember this. But of course, we know technology changed and customer patterns and desires changed and the industry, the entertainment industry changed. And nobody goes to a physical location to rent videos anymore. So in 2010, Blockbuster went out of business because they were holding on to their business model that had worked for them and gotten them to where they were rather than watching the landscape and getting innovative and adapting to a new environment. Now, at the same time, you probably are familiar with a company called Netflix, and they started out as a business that was subscription-based, but they were mailing people DVDs. So just like the store that you'd go and rent them, Netflix was a subscription service where they would ship you the DVDs to watch, and when you were done, you'd return them by mail and you could get new ones. So it was innovative at the time. Some people really loved it. They were doing well, but they noticed 
that there were some changes going on in the industry, some technology changes, and they decided to invest in the streaming infrastructure. And in 2007, they introduced streaming as an option in their current subscription model. So you could get the DVDs by mail, but if you chose, you could also stream them online. And that was embraced and did so well that in 2010, they rolled it out as its own product. Remember, 2010 is the same year that Blockbuster went out of business. So the tale of two somewhat similar companies in the same industry, one embraced the change and went with it and obviously has done really well since, and one went out of business. So there's a lot of reasons that we want to create and innovate. I want to share a few of them with you, but the number one is for future-proofing your business. If you don't notice the changing demands of your customers and the market and the possibilities with technology and you don't adapt to it, your business will become irrelevant to your customers and they're going to move on to somebody else. So you want to stay open to what's going on and evolve along with the marketplace so that you can, you know, not only stay in business, but hopefully be an industry leader. So you want to do this for future-proofing your business. The other reason or one other reason is that it makes competition irrelevant. If you are open and willing to innovate, it doesn't matter who else is in your industry because you're going to stand out. Third reason is, of course, we don't innovate just because we like change. We do it because we see a potential gain for our business. So whether it is increased productivity, more cost efficiencies, or maybe a new revenue stream, there's some kind of benefit to our business. That's why we're doing it. And there's always new ideas and new creative ways you can develop and improve your business. So you don't want to get stagnant and married to the, okay, well, I'm doing okay, so I'm going to stay right here. Because things are always changing in our world, and you won't stay right there. You'll end up going backwards, if you get my meaning. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. Another reason for innovation is talent acquisition because the A players want to be with businesses that are creating. You want to be a creator and they want to work with someone who is not stagnating. And lastly, the last one that I want to share with you, and this goes back to the benefit for your business. But probably the top reason is to improve your customer experience. The number one way to come up with ideas is by listening to them. What are they complaining about? What do they love? What do they say they want in the future or want more of? If you're listening to your customers, you can not only stay relevant, but improve how they see you 
and improve their lifetime value to your business. And you can maintain that long-term relationship, that loyalty that we all want from our customers. It's, as you know, way cheaper to maintain current customers than to go out and find new ones. So you want to stay relevant. And this is the top reason, one of the top reasons, you want to continue to listen and innovate and look for ways to exceed your customers' expectations. So just to summarize, I don't ever want to come across that I'm advocating for change just to have change. It's okay to stabilize, systematize, do what you do really well and lean into that. And, you know, innovating can depend on your risk tolerance, but you want to stay open to innovation. And if you come up with an idea, depending on the investment it takes from you or the pivot or what it means, you may want to, well, first of all, do your market research. And if it still looks like a good idea, then beta test it. Start small, work out the kinks and make sure it's a good idea according to your customers. Make sure people really want it and will spend money for it. And then you can take off and expand what you're doing with it. You always want to do your market research and kind of test things out before you go crazy with something new and different. But don't be afraid. You know, it's the most successful businesses that are on that cutting edge. And just because they're successful does not mean they've never had quote unquote failures because they all have. You just don't remember them because eventually they had the really big successes. So don't be afraid to innovate. Just be careful and evaluate your options as you go along. So I hope you found this episode helpful and maybe inspiring you to go out and look for some creative ways to improve your customer experience. Please come over to the Facebook group and let me know what you're excited about and where you are on the innovation scale. Do you tend to go more toward getting creative in your business or more toward hanging on to stability or somewhere in the middle? Thank you for listening today. I really appreciate and value you being here with me and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you're struggling to create the peace and prosperity you want in your business or the inspired impact that you know you're here to create, then I invite you to reserve your complimentary spot now in my upcoming Business Alchemy Masterclass. You'll learn how to begin to tap into your intuitive leadership and become the alchemist of your dream business. There's a link in the show notes.